Hey there, welcome to Conversations with Danny. I do hope that you have been thoroughly blessed by listening to the series that we're currently doing, The God Esteem Stories. In today's episode of The God Esteem Stories, I continue my conversation with Olushegun Olaoke, aka Shegun, and we share different insight that I truly believe will be a blessing to you. Sit back and enjoy our conversation. One of the things that God did for me was when he, he gave me an illustration some years ago. So he said, when I was in, when I was in secondary school, yeah, I, uh, I attended public secondary school and then there was this megaphone um, that my principal would always use to announce, you know, to call the name of a teacher or a student, you know, to come to the office. It was a megaphone. They always, you know, would just hear, Mr. Babiaka, please see the principal now. Thank you, you know. And then anytime the principal called any student, it meant that the student was a special student, like, ah, hey, principal is calling so so person. It meant that the principal wanted to send the students on an errand, right? And then for the principal to send students on an errand, it means that the student was very special, the student was intelligent, the student was trusted, you know. Exceptional. So, yeah, exceptional. So, at every point, I was always hoping and wishing that one day, the principal would even call me, you know, and call my name and say, Unushe Gonlauke, please see the principal, thank you. There was nothing I could do about it. It just, it was just what, whatever it is that the principal wanted to do, you know. I, I could just be a good boy, but then it was it was um, the principal's prerogative to want to call me or not, right? So, on this fateful day, the principal called my name. And she said, Olushe Gonlaki, it felt like a dream. Olushe Gonlaki, please see the principal now. Thank you. Then I went to meet the principal. Then she gave me a note. Now, this is the point where God, you, you know, really helped me. She gave me a note and said, go to social school because i i schooled in a in a, in a place in a um in a complex based school so we had like four schools in a complex so if he said go to the next school and give the principal of this of the school this note right then i was going to go out she now said come back then she wrote another note and she gave it to me and she says if anybody tries to stop you on the road in the school if any teacher tries to stop you Tell them I sent you. If they don't believe, show them this note. Hmm. See, if you know what that thing did to me, I stepped out because normally, if you, I mean, you, you were not, it, it was wrong for you to roam the school complex if yeah. you were not on break, you know. So that day, I took the notes and I was confidently roaming the school complex. And I was waiting for <laughs> any teacher to come and say, hey, you. <laughs> I'll just say the Christmas. Who you be? Do you know who sent? Do you know who sent me? Because because at that point, the when you are the, the confidence of a messenger lies in the in his in his knowledge of the power of the one who sent him. So when you realize the knowledge of the the power of the one who sent you, and you realize the position of the one who sent you see you have so much confidence see that day, that day i i was walking around the school before i went to the gate i went to pass long shots long cuts 
Lord called to the, to the gate. I said, any teacher. When I got to the gate, the gate man looked at me. I wanted to start to... And I said, the principal said, he said, can I say a note? I showed the gate man the note. At that point, the gate man stopped seeing me. The gate man started seeing the principal in, in me. I walked out of my school. I went to the other school. The gate man stopped me. Eh? What do you want? I said, my principal sent me to your principal. At that point, that gate man stopped seeing me, started seeing my principal. I said, oh, please come inside. When I got to the principal, when I said, my principal said I should give it to you. She said, oh, please sit down. At that wow. point, she, she stopped seeing me. She started seeing my principal. See, when God reminded me of that scenario, he said, that is exactly what it means when I send you on an errand. Wow. It is not you at that point. It is me. So even in your, as a student that I was, that I mean, I was just a mere student, the moment I was sent by the principal, I stopped being a student. I started to be or carry the same power that that principal carried. I started to carry the same power. Mm. That was what God did for me. So every time God sent me on an errand, or every time God sent me on an errand, at that point, I stopped being this flesh. I stopped being the person that God, that the people see. I start being the one, in quotes, the one who sent me that message. Wow. Turn your head. You are not trying to face the lion. The lion is actually on your team. Imagine yourself moving around, you, you know, your town, and you are walking with two large lions, and they are your friends. And you are holding them, and they are your friends. He said, when God sends you on an errand, that is wow. how you are. That you are walking with like two giant lions who are not wow. against you, but they are for you. So you just go and deliver your message. That is who you are. So most times I picture these things in my mind and I realize that God is with me. He's one who has sent me the message. And then all of a sudden the fear is gone. All of a sudden the self-doubt is gone because right now it's not even about self anymore. It is about God. It's not self. If it was self, I would still have that doubt. You know, I'll look at myself. Am I qualified enough? Am I? But this time it is not even self. It is God sending me on the message, on the errand. So that is how I Hearing personally your do story it. and the examples that you give, you just give, you know, new meaning to the scriptures. But you know, so many parts in the New Testament, Paul will say, I, Paul, a servant of Christ. I, Paul, a messenger of Christ. I just yes. use those, those phrases exactly. as introductory phrases to the scriptures. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, come right. to new let me let me now see what you have to say. Mm. But that is now so mm. profound. I, Damilola, a messenger yeah. of Christ. Yeah. That is exactly. Profound. You know what that you know what that does to you. So profound. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank God for that. Yeah. I'm gonna wrap up this conversation with one last question. A lot of these things that we've spoken right. about happen in our mind the fear is birthed yeah. in your mind the yeah. confidence is birthed in your mind yeah the doubt as well is birthed in your yeah. mind i know that you have um, absolutely you know certifications along the line of working with the mind so if someone comes to and they exhibit all of these things yeah. the fear the self-doubt the low esteem what advice would you give them to help use their mind 
in a way that will be profitable not in a way that would continue to cause them to be fearful to lack confidence yeah and those are the challenges so fear like i'd always say i mean this is what god told me personally he said see the fear is not a problem a lot of people have demonized fear and you know say just kill the fear he said but that is that in itself is is a trap the day we realize that fear is not a problem is the day we become begin to become free now the problem is not fear just like we have said the problem is what we have in our mind so there is a situation uh fear feels like an emotion now the emotion called fear is triggered by the summation of situation and interpretation so if you 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 have a baby for example if you bring if you call if you bring a lion close to your baby your very your very young baby that has no information about lion if you bring a lion close close to your baby for example your baby can you actually won't touch the lion right because because there is no interpretation in his head about the lion. If I see a lion, or if you see a lion, for example, I'm laughing. Hey, hey Jonathan, <laughs> yeah, already. Why? Because there's, there's, there's an interpretation. So, situ- do you understand? So, so situations are neutral. Situations are neutral. It is the interpretation of our situation that triggers emotion. So, it is the interpretation of whatever it is that triggers fear so if there is a situation it is your interpretation based on your experience based on your belief based on whatever it is that now triggers fear now fear like i said is not the problem fear is just always there to protect you from danger from embarrassment from shame from hurt so when it perceives that Mm. hey this thing will embarrass this guy it wants to protect you, so it is triggered. It wants to protect you, so to make you say, say, say that you flee, you run away, mm. you freeze, or you. Or, do you understand? So it, it gives you options. Do you understand? So that is the job of fear. What we should work on is not the fear. What we should work on is on our beliefs, our interpretations of situations. It, there is something I, you know, I, I call um the fear to f-e-a-r to where you feel the fear where you now engage the fear which is like the most important this is the point where you sit down and say this thing this interpretation i have about the situation where did i get it from so when people come to me for example and they have these doubts and fear what i do i don't i don't encourage them i don't motivate people out of fear i sit them down and we go back to their past what we have done today for example we go back to our childhood when did they start when did you start to feel this way? What happened for you to start to feel this way? When we now lay out all the things that happened, we now ask the question, is it true? So what they told you, what they said to you, what, when they said to you that, ah, when they laughed at you, when you tried to give that speech, when they laughed at you, when you tried to do that video, when they laughed at, when they laughed at you, is it true? How did he define you? Does, does, what, what did he make you become? It is until we get to that point and we begin to, you know, chunk down and chunk down and chunk down and get to the root of it. And that's the reason I say that I, when, when I, you know, during my assignment as a fear doctor, I was not the guy who was always motivating me out of fear. No, I, w- I would do the work of, a, of the doctor. I would go to the root cause. I would not just be treating headache and treating headache. No, let us 
run a test and discover, oh, it's actually malaria, and let us treat malaria sure. so that the headache will go away. So when people come to me, I don't just do motivation. You can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. It's always very temporary. What we try to do what? is to go to the root cause of it. Like what, like what we did, what God did with me to go to the root cause of this thing. When did this start? And that's how, how we got to share the story of, you know, when I was young, my aunt would shut me up. My this, this, this. I lost self, I lost self-esteem. I did this until I realized where it was coming from. And I corrected it from them, from, from there. And I did the forgiveness therapy, self-forgiveness therapy. That was when I became free. So people need to go back to the past. People need to go back to the past. Not because they want to uh, say that uh, it's, it's, they want to blame the past. It's to go back to the past and say that, okay, this is where it started from. Where did it start from? When they laughed at me in school, when this happened to me, when somebody called me a name, and they now begin to question that past. How, why did I believe what somebody else felt about me? What made me believe it? They now go to forgiveness therapy and now come to the present. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Those of has been Thank you very a much. wonderful conversation. Thank you so much, sir. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I mean, even me, I'm, I'm, if you, it feels like a renewal for me, you know. You know, there's there certain times in life where you feel like you, you have it, you know, you have it all together. And then conversations like this just make you just remind yourself like i had to remind myself of those stories of, that god reminded me of and it's giving me even better confidence now you know better confidence like like what you pointed out the i am shagon the messenger of god you know it's amazing god called me an ambassador yeah. even in bible yeah. in the bible second Corinthians 5 30 says yeah you are ambassadors of christ you're ambassadors of christ and when god reminds you when god explains to you or when you even use the earthly definition of an ambassador the ambassador of the united states to nigeria yes we'll go through certain rough parts go through traffic in nigeria but when it gets to the point where he it feels like the situation in nigeria is unbearable guess what if this country comes in and stands, in fact they don't mind sending their own security to come and stand with this guy that no this is my own person that's the same wow. way we are when god sends us to this earth we are wow. ambassadors yes wow. we go through the certain things certain things you know but yes yeah. we're ambassadors of christ he, we are not rep- we're not here just to, we are representing the president we have heavenly back of heaven hey. <laughs> yeah Whoa. exactly we are constantly have constantly so 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 when when if when it feels that there's no backup it's because we the, the it's because the president of heaven knows that no this one he can handle it but when the president of heaven knows that he can't this one he can't handle it there is backup constantly yeah. there is you know, i'm just seeing this picture constantly. in my head of the uh, cops at uh, you know at a would i say cops trying to does a particular situation and they're saying call for backup call for backup call for backup and you see them come like the swat exactly exactly the one arrives, two arrives, two arrives, that, arrives, that's it and they are that's it so, wow that's thank it. you so That's much it. it has been so beautiful it's fine. thank you so much for being a part of today's episode of conversations with dami i do believe that you have been blessed and that so many heavenly gems have dropped on your heart please ensure that you don't just know these things but run with them ask yourself the questions you need to ask yourself 
dig deep i trust that god's freedom is available to you it's available to every single person if i come your way again in the next episode i'm still dami and continue to live on purpose <laughs>